The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. And if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the faces made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Uh, right side, there's two videos up top. Uh, the right side is the morning show going live right now. Just hit the play button. And uh, then if you would like, uh, go ahead and click on the rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner of that. And you can join us in the chat there. Of course, uh, Discord is open. And we're on there at Sons of Liberty. And if you want to just click on that link in the video description there in uh, Rumble, you can get there. Also, we're on on uh, the top of the page at BeforeIt'sNews.com, as well as DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty, 
Setting Brush Fires is on uh, Twi- uh, Twitch. And then if you have a Roku device, we are on Cutting Edge TV there. Left's video is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you would like to catch that, you can do that. And then he'll be live on that portion of the page uh, at 3 o'clock this afternoon. So don't miss Bradley when he is on as well. And then uh, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter here. And if you want to sign up for the one for the radio, you got to go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. You get one of those once a week. Okay, and uh, again, that has all the stuff that the ministry is doing. That's mainly what that's for. The, the the one that for the media is all the articles that Bradley and I and our contributors put out. So um, we're appreciative of them for uh, supporting us as well. And then we are highlighting this week, and I forgot to pull it up. That's my fault. Uh, but we're highlighting this week somewhere. The Prayer That Rocked the Capital DVD. So I'm waiting for it to load. I don't know what. Squarespace's deal is because sometimes it'll take a, a while to load up and then you don't get a picture, <laughs> but it did this time. But uh, the Prayer That Rocked the Capital DVD, again, this was uh, from 2011. If you haven't seen it and you want to see how the media will spin stuff, boy, you need to watch this. I mean, it's so blatant what they did. Uh, 2000 media outlets, you know, just within minutes of Bradley finishing his prayer, were putting words in his mouth he never said, things that he never did. And uh, it's just, it was it's absolutely incredible. But uh, if you want to see how that happens, this is normally a donation of twenty dollars. You can get twenty percent off of that this week through Saturday at midnight when you use the promo code Prayer. Make it real simple. Use Prayer, and then you get twenty percent off. Now, there's a couple of things that just headlines real quick before I bring Lynn on from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Uh, first, White House alters transcript to cover for Kamala. <laughs> they got to do something to cover for the lady. Oh. Lady, I don't even know that I should use that term. Um, also, SonsLibertyMedia.com, Katanji Brown Jackson. How do you like that name? Um, no, she's not kin to Sheila Jackson Lee or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, and media should stop obstructing questions about her child porn record. That's pretty important, don't you think? You're looking at a lady to sit on the highest court, of, and uh, you uh, you don't want to talk about this issue? Hmm. Yeah, okay. But you got to have a black woman in it. This I don't get. What is this thing about skin color? I thought you wanted people who were competent, who demonstrated that they can do a job and do it well. Now it's about what, you know, hyphenated term American you can be, which there are none. You guys are making that stuff up. Quit calling each other African Americans, Hispanic Americans, like, you know, Irish Americans are look stop that if you're an American you're an American quit this nonsense of dividing yourselves by that stuff that's just you're you're not helpful in that you're really not okay Um, cop convicted for killing innocent unarmed child now he's they use the term child he's 17 but he's considered a minor but the cop's not going to go to jail and he can remain a cop how you like that yeah you remember those 12 and 13 years old that they were shooting some of them in the back this is what these, these, this gang of blue, some of these guys are doing. Not all of them. I realize not all of them, okay? If, if you're protesting that, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the gang, the thug life that, of, the, of the cops, the, that little group that they get in where they engage in adolescent behavior that ends up robbing people of their liberties or their lives, okay? That cannot be tolerated. It can't be tolerated. It really can't. Also, SonsLibertyMedia.com. The future's here. Dystopian movies fit for a dystopian world. Uh, some of these, I'll tell you, you go, you may have watched them one time, and you go back and you see it, and you go, oh, 
I see this stuff going on now. You used to see it, and it was sort of science fiction in the future and all. You see this stuff playing out now. I think these guys, boy, they some of these guys see into it, and they see exactly what's going on with it. And, of course, the CIA is in the midst of a lot of these things, too, going ahead and telling you what they're fixing to get ready to do. So, anyway, you can check that out. It's by John Whitehead. And then, finally, the few, uh, well, that was it. I brought it up twice. That's my fault. <laughs> so, there you go. But this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And as always, I have with me uh, the Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor, for Rotten at the Core Wednesday. And good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning, boy. Is it really rotten in D.C. and <laughs> everywhere else? <so>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, our job is to expose that rottenness and to yes, give a solution I, for doing it. Yes, and I have a list of solutions uh, to close this Amen. show out Amen. with. But. Today, we're going to be talking about the Fed says, and what I mean by the Fed says is we have uh, U.S. Secretary of Education, Dr. Miguel Cardona. Now, he has been literally churning out press release after press release. My little old email is about to explode with all the emails that this man is putting out there about all the wonderful federal overreaches in our education system that will absolutely prove what we say every week, that it's not just about public school, this is about your community. Now, the only thing I will say is the only other person I ever saw in this same position as Secretary of Education put out almost as much garbage was Betsy DeVos. Somehow, Arnie Duncan, when he put stuff out, it was, okay, we're going to do it every once in a while. John King, Dr. John King, when he was Secretary of Education, he might have something every once in a while. But one of the things that I noticed that all of the uh, Secretary of Education, no matter who they are or what party they're from, they love to go on these educratic whistle-stop tours. And in in the email that I sent you today, there is an image where I used a long triangle to show you that it didn't matter if you were coming from the left or you were coming from the right, that this triangle movement of usurpation of our Constitution, the flagrant in our faces uh, abuse of our system and our taxpayer dollars was there. And each one of them had some sort of theme to their tour. Now, Cardona's lately has been back to the classroom. So while his may not sound like, uh, you know, some of these from our former leaders or or supposed leaders. uh, Let's say representatives. That's what they're supposed to be. Okay, thank you. Representatives. Um, While it may sound a little kinder, the agenda is so much the same thing. So that's why I'm saying, okay. The Fed is saying one more time, here we go. We've got to have more public-private partnerships. We have to get our communities involved because, after all, we don't have enough people in on this indoctrination to start with. So that's where we're that's where we're going to hang out today. Okay. All right. And I'm you know I'm looking at this first thing, which is the um, uh, the statement um, yes. from Miguel Miguel on mm-hmm. the Florida State Legislature's Parental Rights and Education Bill. And I'm, here's the thing that I, you know, I want to kind of point out, look, 
the conservatives, the the constitutionalists, the Christians are always talking about we don't want bigger government. But then they they it's on an issue like schools, public schools, they want big government. And listen to what he says. Parents across the country are looking to national, state, and district leaders, he uses that term too, to support our nation's students, help them recover from the pandemic, and provide from the academic and mental health supports they need. Now, if you're, if you're a parent who is looking to these people, you believe in big government. You do. Because that's what you're doing. My family doesn't look to them for that. Lynn, I know you... Well, you're not, you're not educating your kids still in the home, but you wouldn't be looking to them for that either. And this I is didn't one, when it was my time. No. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't do that. So this idea, if you're a person that says you're against big government, but you're complaining about all the things that are going on in the public schools when your kids are there, and you're you're saying, oh, we got to get these kids back in school. And I, well, then why haven't you been educating them, and why are you dependent upon the government to do that? See, that is a government dependency just as much as the person who collects a welfare check or whatever the case may be. It is that. We have got to wean ourselves off of this stuff, Lynn. And I think that first line when I read it, I was just like, yeah, this yeah. is a lot of the mentality of people who say they don't even they don't want big government, but they do want it in certain areas. Right. Well, I have an image to share that I sent you that um, we're going to use as our representation for every time we see the press release and the official language. When I come in and say, well, the Fed says we're going to, you know, I want you to think of this particular image. And that would be our Kool-Aid dude. So if you would uh, show that, please. And if you cannot see this, if you'll remember years ago, we had the, the, uh, Whoever it was dressed up as a giant pitcher of Kool-Aid with a big happy face on on their belly. And it was, you know, promoting, hey, drink Kool-Aid, blah, 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 blah. Well, we know it has been come, it has become a catchphrase for, oh, indoctrination. So what I did was I found an image and I said, never fear. And the Kool-Aid guy has burst through the, the door of your home and he goes, and I so I said, never fear, the government is here. So this is what the Fed says about this particular um, uh, press release you just mentioned, Tim, about uh, Miguel saying that the legislator in Florida needed this parental rights education bill. First of all, the portion that I want focus uh, want focused in on is that all schools receiving federal funding. So it doesn't matter if you're a public, private, hybrid, parochial, or if you are at homeschool taking um, federal funding for special needs or through these education savings accounts. This is where it's going to get you. But first of all, let's also remember Cardona is throwing off on this parental rights bill. But if you look at the actual language of the parental rights bill, Florida's doing something Florida has no business doing. And that is saying that we're the government and we are telling parents what they can and cannot do under the guise of, hey, parents, we got your back. Now, uh, the press release will also relate to another one that Cardona put out. Lynn, can can I yes. ask you? Can I ask you? Can sure. you clarify that a little bit about what you mean? Because some people are probably going, "What do you mean they're telling me what I can and can't do?" While they're telling me, "Hey, we're looking out for you with this LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ stuff." That's exactly it. The bill has says very little, if nothing, about 
the alternative comprehensive sexuality, okay? What it does bring up is that we will help give you choice. We will help protect your right as a parent. You don't need the government to protect your right to parent. The government did not make you a parent. God Almighty did. And God Almighty will be the one to protect you. So DeSantis is propping himself up one more time to be that poster boy of all that is good and and wonderful and holy. And I'm not saying that everything he does is wrong. But when you look at absolutely the the history of his educratic overreach, this is one more in the plank. If Florida wants to deal with the, um, the, the comprehensive sexuality, let them deal with that just like the rest of the states are trying to do. But don't take a bill that has nothing to do with it and then watch the government and the media lump it all together because that's what Cardona did in this next press release that relates to it. And he's the one who's propping up the fact of people are hateful. The bill didn't. If you look at the language of the bill, it never once mentioned, we're going to do this to divide people and to brew hate. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm just, it, it just really infuriates me when we say, oh, this is going to do one thing, but we're going to over, we're going to take something totally unrelated or somewhat related and then try to throw them together so that you, the person, uh, the taxpayer, wouldn't know the difference because are you going to go back and read the legislation? Most are people you don't. Go back, are you going to go back and look at the, the press release from one of the, the uh, stations that I, showed you this is how they took it and twisted it no okay so we have all that for folks if they want to see that too so if you want to if you want to go in and show that um that's fine too which one am i showing okay it would be the bay news nine article because what i put in the email was when the fed says the portion that all schools receive funding i also went in and said florida's wrong to have a parental rights bill in the first place because government doesn't assign rights to parents yep. god does that's right if florida wishes to address the comprehensive sexuality education then it must make that point not use a parent bill to throw a supposed mandate in it the florida media report that you're seeing now doesn't really feature parents but it does expand upon the topic of which you brought up so that, that's so, what's in the news so so let me get this straight this is very mm-hmm. similar to what michael ferris tried to do with mm-hmm. a constitutional amendment of mm-hmm. having parental rights now i get it they're, yeah. they're they're declaring it as parental rights but there's nothing in our constitution that would say well wait a minute mm-hmm. uh, there's a place where you can override that now language would be installed in this case it's mm-hmm. in a state legislature to say there are places where the state can get involved in your family and 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 we're and we've voted on it and we've quote unquote made it law now. I get what you're saying now. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but by Cardona weighing in on not one but two press releases, Tim, what has he just done? He has taken it from a out of the state's hand and done what? Used it to make Florida as an example of here's what we should be doing and here's what we shouldn't be doing. Yep. So. That particular press release is going to be on the, let's see here, um, the first one. Okay, we got that one. Okay, so that was on the 8th. Then he also, on the 17th, that is the one you're talking about where he really comes out with all the hatred. 
And um, yeah, that that was really something. The Fed says portion of this particular press release, not only will it bring in a point that wasn't made in the legislation, but it will tell you here that the mental health services were lumped in as de facto and hateful was also inserted by the federal government, not the Florida legislative language. Okay. All right. Yeah. And see, they, they, they again, trying to prop it up as uh, somehow Mm -hmm. this uh, LGBTQ stuff. Wait, you guys got the letters all wrong. LGBTQI plus. What is that? That's a new one on me. I, I don't know. All right. Oh, anyway. Inclusion. Inclusion or, or interested or something. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh, my goodness. The, the, the ridiculousness of this. It says <clears throat> the department of the Biden and Harris administration stands with the LGBTQI plus students. And boy, I, I just referring to people like that. I mean, yeah, I say it tongue in cheek at the start. OK, you're you're a sodomite. You're a lesbian. You know, whatever the case is. What, But it's. All this stuff is just ridiculous. And families in Florida and across the the country, laws around the country, including Florida, have targeted Mm -hmm. and sought to bully some of our our most vulnerable students and families and create divisions in our schools, said Secretary Cardona. Well, Secretary Cardona, uh, what kind of uh, actions have been done to bully the most vulnerable, those in the womb? Why aren't you standing up for those kids? Huh? You're not going to do that for them, are you? And these people aren't vulnerable. These kids have been led astray. They've not been corrected. And the the real crime that's going on with these kids is not this. The real crime are teachers and parents who are teaching what our own laws in most of the states that are still in the books call a capital crime. It's a felony in the state. I know it is here still in South Carolina. So this nonsense that you're talking about, about they're vulnerable. No, no, no. They're being raised up to be at war with God and at war with their fellow man. And this doesn't need to be encouraged. It needs to be squashed. Right. But also notice the mental health overreaches that were thrown in because that is somehow attached to the vulnerability. Oh, well, I mean, I see. I, I see what you're saying, but and, I, I'm and just. It's, and, yeah. it's, and all I'm saying is mental health issues don't respect person or what the person does. If it's going to happen, it's it's there. OK. And the, the solution from the federal government is let's over medicate and under educate or under indoctrinate. Okay. Because that way, that, that way we can prop up the social and emotional manipulation. We can prop up the quasi professional uh, labeling of said student and then throw them in a program that's supposed to somehow uh, uh, manage their behavior for them because we're not managed enough. And we're seeing this happen through the school into the community. So it's not just for public school students. So again, this is one of those slippery slopes that, oh my goodness, it's, you know, it's showing you, oh yeah, we're going to shine the light on this one population, but oh yeah, by the way, we're going to bring everybody else in on it too. Yeah. And the absolute hypocrisy here, here, here we've got, uh, Admirable, Admiral Levine, right? Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. we got this guy. I I think he I think he's like Fred Flintstone with a wig, uh, <clears throat> but he says 
we need to support LGBTQI, and they said it's intersex. That's what it stands for. Plus, Whatever. youth, their parents, and families to help them achieve the good health and quality care they deserve. This is the this is this is coming f- the good health. There's nothing healthy about any of these lifestyles, mentally or physically. There's just not anything anything healthy about them. There's tons of studies that show this, and this is this these statements are coming from a man who is trying to deceive people into thinking he is a woman because he's deceived himself into thinking he's a woman. And uh, and but yet they're they're propping this up as oh this is about good health and it's about quality care and you know not being bullied and blah 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 and it's really not anything about any of that. Well, remember, government's here. Never fear. <laughs> oh yeah. So keep that image. Okay. Now on the fourteenth of March, Dr. Cardona released this glowing statement about the fiscal year twenty twenty two budget that was just signed. Now. Let me point out one simple thing. We are in fiscal year 2022, and we're just now seeing the fiscal year funding approved because something held everything up. And hmm, I wonder what that was, Tim. I don't know. Tell us. Wouldn't it be the, 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 the pandemic? Well, they I'm like sorry. to talk a lot am, about it. That's for I, sure. I am making so much fun of this, and it's not to to it's not to be humorous. It's we learn so much more through humor sometimes than we do through in your face madness. Okay, and I'm I'm poking so much fun at uh, what's going on because we have to because maybe that will help more people wake up because you know standing on on a uh, a soapbox has not worked. So, you know, we're going to try anything we can. But yeah, he released a glowing statement on the fiscal year budget. And the the Fed says portion of this particular press release was that it was bipartisan politics. So shouldn't we feel so much better that it's all of us and not just one party? Oh, it's well, at least they're I guess maybe they're being honest about it and finally coming out of the closet, so to speak, and uh, showing us who they really are. Well, you know, here's the thing. What do you want to bet when it comes to election time that the bipartisan phrase will go out the window and you're going to hear the candidate go, look at what I did for this party or look at what I did for that party. And oh, yes, aren't things just wonderful? Yeah, of course. They have to use that to drum up their base. Yeah, uh, that absolutely. they And this is part of the problem where they've divided the people. You know, it's interesting. Here on the Sons of Liberty, we get some messages sometimes mm-hmm. from people who are Democrats, from people who are, quote-unquote, liberals, both mm-hmm. the classic and the more modern use of that term. And right. a lot of them say, you know what, we really appreciate the fact that you're dealing with with the issue and you're not making it about right. a party because it isn't about a party the, we no. have law in place for a reason. So it doesn't yeah. adhere to a party label. That's the whole point. Exactly. And this is what we have been consistently showing week after week for however many years we've been doing this. But um, if you haven't shown the press release, Tim, if you show that we also have included the appropriations um PDF for folks to see the gobs and gobs of money that are being thrown at programs to prop up the agenda. 
So yeah, there's the there's the particular press release. Funding and for the oh, people. Oh, and look people. at the title: funding who? Yeah, for, for the, the people. people. Yeah, sure it is. By the people. I'm not getting any of that funding. Are you getting some of that funding, Lynn? That I know of, absolutely not. But <laughs> but you know, it, it's hilarious because they're sitting here going, "Oh, it's funding for the people." Well, we should be honest. With it. Well, it's funding for the people by the people because the government is, you know. Fascist. That's what they are. They're fascists. (laughs) Yeah, they absolutely are. They absolutely are. So, yeah, you can see just the gobs and gobs of money. And if you look at some of the uh, figures and some of the places it's going, you're going to look at, well, that doesn't have anything to do with education. Excuse me, 13, at least 13 agencies, Tim, from a federal level to a state level have education strings attached. So it's not just the Department of Education. You're going to see Health and Human Services. You're going to see Labor. You're going to see Transportation, Energy, Agriculture. You're going to see so many of them, Treasury, because they all have educratic strings attached. Yeah, this is this is absolutely incredible to see something like this. Oh, we just... We're just taking yeah. billions of your dollars, Americans, and uh, we're going to throw them into into all this stuff that is completely unconstitutional. Somebody asked, um, mm-hmm. what's the teaching, uh, the pushing of the LGBT stuff crap doing for mental health of children? Exactly right. It's, it's, it's more disturbing for their mental health, if you want to call it that. It's because the Bible says that that is a reprobate mind that you go to with that. That's God giving you up. And I think it's right. I think it's God continuing on. This is these are generational curses. People who are engaged in this who then push it on the next generation, and some of those are obviously going to adhere to it, or at least they're going to become weakened in a stand against what God says is an immoral. It's a lawless act, um, and not just the act itself, but even the desires. He says he gives them over to their carnal lusts uh, in that. So, <clears throat> and and then to take all this money to wrap it around. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't remember in the Constitution where the government's supposed to be involved in mental health or health in itself, nor education. Right. So they're lumping all this stuff in one, and they've mm-hmm. usurped that authority, and it's because the people haven't put them back in their in their cage of the Constitution yeah. that they keep doing it. Absolutely right. Now, I also uh, showed you an article from the Higher Education Dive Uh, media site that lets you know for higher education so let's say you're you've you've successfully keeping keeping your children out of the k-12 through public system but you want to throw them into the higher education system well here's what that 2022 budget will do through higher education and it's going to be more of the alignment between work and supposed education and it's insane the amount of money look at that thrown that's crazy well, uh, if for those who can't see it, uh, why don't you read that? Uh, it says the one point five, one point five trillion fiscal tri- trillion dollar fiscal twenty twenty two spending package, unconstitutional spending package, I might add. Pre- mm-hmm. uh, Joe Biden, I'm not going to call him president. Joe Biden signed this week, earmarks seventy six point four billion dollars in discretionary appropriations. Then, uh, then when you use that term discretionary, that means that's a slush fund. They're going to just. Mm-hmm. Eat that up. Appropriations for the U.S. Department of Education, another unconstitutional agency, nearly $3 billion more than the previous year's budget. About $3 billion for higher education programs and a separate $25 billion, mm-hmm. billion for mm-hmm. federal student aid will go to the Education Department. 
Now, aren't they talking about forgiving student debt? So if you're for, wanting to forget, why in the world would you go and dump $25 billion more in there for student aid? A $400 increase will bring the maximum Pell Award to $6,895 for the 2022-23 year. The spending package also sets aside $885 million to assist historically black colleges and other minority-serving institutions, $96 million more than the previous year. Now, I just, again, folks, this is money that would be saved if they stayed with inside the Constitution. But I know some of you out there, well, we got to educate our kids. It's all about the kids. Well, then you do it. You educate your kids. Deuteronomy 6 says you're to do that, not the state, not somebody else. You're to do it. And that's the message you're going to get here every day. Get your kids out of these things, and then they don't get the money for your kids. And then you start finding ways in which you can do the educating. If you want to see the change, you're going to have to be the change, and that means you're going to have to do it in your own home. Yeah. Well, you were asking about, you know, hey, they want to forgive all this student debt, and then here we're going to have all this increase in financial aid. Well, you have to help those. Now, this is from their mindset, okay, not mine. You have to help those who got in over their head because everything went to heck in a handbasket because COVID just screwed us all over and, and, you know, people lost jobs and they can't make their payments and all this other kind of stuff. So we have to have the government who created the problem now come in and solve the problem. And then you have to keep feeding the system with people because you can't have those worker bees. You can't have those human capital uh, widgets if you don't feed the system. So that's why you have the, hey, let's forgive on one side, but let's keep pumping them out on the other side. So you've got this wicked, vicious system of of uh, Stockholm Syndrome and Delphi and, and all these awful things thrown into one. It's known as Marxism, communism, fascism. All right. Okay. So to give you contrast for why this federal, this fiscal year 2022 uh, appropriation is so laughable in some ways, it, I gave you the two previous press releases that Cardona trotted out when the original fiscal year 2022 budget came out and how much was going to go there. So if you want to do your homework and look at then versus what just happened, you're going to see a lot more of that Kool-Aid man busting through your door. Okay. All right. We're on the one from June 16th, 2021. There you go. Yeah. And it'll tell you, oh, this is archived information. But yeah, it'll tell you exactly some of the same things you just just saw and can read when you go back and look at these resources. But yet somehow the funding is different because they pumped it up. You don't want to know why? Because the American Rescue Plan, the CARES Act, the Emergency Relief Funding, all those funding streams, Tim, that were not in that original fiscal year 2022 have been in, uh, have been embedded. Yeah. Yeah, and they act like they're doing us a favor by usurping their authority and spending mm-hmm. our money in a way that we haven't authorized them to do. But they act like they're doing us a favor and they care about our kids. That's that's the part I don't think that many people can get over the hump for because they get drawn into the emotional aspect of it's for the children kind of thing. Yeah, well, again, thank Kool-Aid man. Never fear. Government's yep. here. Yep. Okay, 
All right, from the 11th of March, Cardona was celebrating the one-year anniversary of the American Rescue Plan. And if you want to go back and listen to our archive shows on the American Rescue Plan and all the educratic BS that it brought with it, you can certainly do that. I did not link those in the email, but um, all you have to do is go to the Sons of Liberty media site and um, if if Tim does not link the specific show, you can you can actually find it. It won't be that hard to do. But yeah, uh, the Fed says portion on this particular press release, Tim, is that federal leverage will be used for what? Local education. So don't tell me that uh, Common Core is dead because Every Student Succeeds Act did not kill it. It codified it. And don't tell me that local control is truly in existence because it hasn't been. Yeah, and this this whole idea of uh, taking and uh, the going into the local level, that right there should tell everybody the, everything they need to know. See, this is why I said if I was governor, I'd get the feds out of the state. They have no mm-hmm. business being here. But here they are. They're going right into – they're telling you right into the local mm-hmm. schools and, uh, and, and doing, doing their will, wherever they want to do. And it seems parents are just fine with that. But the, but the term leverage – that's the key word, because mm. when in this particular situation, any time you see a government leverage something against the citizens, it is not for the citizens good. It is for the government's control. Of course. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. is OK. Uh, also, on the 18th, the U.S. Department of Education met with faith based leaders, Tim, Yay. for overreaches into your community. Yay! These are the same false teachers and hirelings that uh, that have been selling us out for years in the pulpit. Now they're doing it with the government. Okay. Now, notice it says faith-based. It doesn't say Christian. So by using that broad term faith, we've just opened Pandora's box for anything that can be considered a faith or a religion. And that's dangerous because how many times have we done shows where we're showing you Gaia, humanism, meditation, uh, we're showing you Satan, we're showing you um, Cabal, we're showing you how all of these, especially through those Noahide laws, have infiltrated and their goal is to obliterate the Christian faith, the Christian base of this nation and the founding father's documents based on that. So when you see this about faith-based meetings, yep. do not assume it is for a godly purpose. Uh, it usually isn't. In fact, uh, that's one of the things that I often point out to people. You don't have a God-given right to worship false gods. You just mm-hmm. don't have it. And then on top of that, nobody believes in, quote-unquote, freedom of religion. Nobody believes in that. They say they do, but they don't. And if you mm-hmm. say you do, you really believe in that, then the obvious question is, can the, can the Mayans come back and do their, their worship, cutting people's hearts out and stuff like that? No, no we, they can't do that. Well, can the, can the jihadis practice jihad in here and, and kill people in the name of Allah if that's what they want to do? Well, no, they can't do it. Then you don't believe in freedom of religion. When we talk about freedom of religion, we're talking about freedom to practice the Christian religion. That's what we're talking about. Nothing else to practice the Christian religion because the Christian religion doesn't allow you to go do all the stuff like that. 
It restrains men from sin, not encourages them in it. And absolutely right. But when you have presidents starting with Jimmy Carter through Biden, no matter whether they were Democratic or Republican, when you have them replace the Christian base, especially in education with the Noahide laws, what do you expect? Because we've gone over the Noahide laws, I don't know how many times, about how thinly veiled the agenda is. Yeah, they sound godly on the surface. I mean, you know, don't have sex with children. That sounds godly until you look at the fine print where it shows you, oh, because this is not godly worship, because this is unchristian, it's not that all children are off off limits. Yep. It's that certain ones yep. are off limits. That's right. So we, we can't, we, we really cannot just across the board look at this, but this is what the Fed says on this particular one. They're using faith-based, not necessarily Christian-based entities, now not necessarily churches, Tim, but anything that can call itself a faith-based organization for community and youth equity and outcomes. And how many shows have we done where we said anytime the government uses the words like equity, which they're putting uh, uh, money over people because that's what equity does. In, instead, they should be using equality, but they can't because that wouldn't show their true agenda. But you've got to know that equity is a financial term. Equality is a people-based term. But outcomes, again, government prescribed parameters for who you are to be in their eyes, not what God created you to be in his eyes. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> there's something else about equity as well. You know, we have mm-hmm. our Constitution mentions our laws and the laws of equity. And um, and I'm learning about that now, too. And there's a sense in which equity is not about, well, it has something to do with it, but it's more about righteousness. That's what it's supposed to do. So mm-hmm. when they're using this, they're trying to redefine righteousness uh, as something righteousness is not. In fact, they're they're substituting unrighteousness for righteousness, and the Bible warns against that, calling evil good and good evil, bitter for putting bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing. They're they're actually again changing the language. We've we've made mention of this. I don't know how many oh, times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that this is what socialists do. It's a kind of double speak. But remember, yeah. Kuwait God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's here to help. All right. Um, this particular uh, press release about the faith-based organizations will back up to a White House fact sheet that an executive order that Biden put into practice for public-private partnerships with these faith-based groups, Tim, to help strengthen our towns. Yay. Yeah. Yay, yep. Yeah, yeah, this is some of the stuff here. Um, Mm -hmm. It says that they're going to urge the office to work with leaders of different faiths and backgrounds who are the front lines of their communities in crisis and who can help us heal, unite, and rebuild. And then they go on to talk about how they're going to destroy, tear Mm -hmm. down, and Mm -hmm. resurrect something in their own wicked image. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we got two more things before we close out. From the 21st, the U.S. uh, Department of Education's press release on the White House's proud partnership with the Aspen Institute to help prop up the Latino community. Oh, joy. Now, what people need to understand is, first of all, the Aspen Institute is one of the biggest Common Core Machine member groups that came out of the gate early on 
about how great standardized education uh, was. They have been at it ever since. Anything that that group props up or puts out is toxic beyond belief. But yet our government has just now crawled into bed with them. Now, here's the thing. They've been in bed with them for a while. They're just now bringing it out. Yep. Yeah. Now, the Fed says portion of this particular um, press release, Tim, would be that economics before people or equity again, race baiting, because remember, our government is the biggest race baiter that we have. And then the most glaring was the collective prosperity. And to back that up, there is a short video that I saw on TV that has to do, if people don't understand what collective prosperity is, this video will absolutely uh, make it crystal clear. All right. Is this the pay gap? Uh, yeah, the indeed.com. Yep. Yep. Would you rather share your salary or do a dare? Sharing can help millions of women who are underpaid. Want to change your mind? Yeah. Okay. So if you couldn't see that, what (laughs) happened was this one lady is coming up to this white guy who makes $97,000 a year and asks, do you want to share? Do you want to dare? Well, he takes the dare. He gets dunked in this uh, bucket of, um, or this bathtub of ice water. He's freezing naturally. And she comes up to him and goes, okay, it's easier to share. You want to change your mind? He goes, yes. And her tagline was, by sharing your income, you will help low-income women. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't help those who need the help, but it's not supposed to come from the government. That was supposed to come from the church. Okay. That's right. And this again is an example of what this collective prosperity means. I mean, look at the number of apps that are out there to all you have to do is pick up your phone, play a game. You'll get rewarded through gift cards, Tim, or look at the number of apps that we went over, um, uh, uh, went over some of them a couple of weeks ago when we did the thing about the um, license plate tracker that would track all your miles where you go. Well, now we have ones that, oh, for all this money that you're spending at the gas pump, if you use this particular app, you're going to get money back. You're going to get incentives back. Well, okay, fine. I'm going to go share my income with someone who is in need. All right. What happens when my bills come due or my family needs something and I don't have enough of my money left over to take care of my family, but I've gone over here and I've done this. We're, we're told God first family and then others. We're not told uh, God nowhere others first and, and family is an after, you know, family might be an afterthought. I don't know. It, it, it's a twisted system is what it is, but that should give you an idea of when people talk about this collective prosperity, that's what they're going to this um, being paid for doing nothing. That's part of it as well. Um, well I think part of, of it comes Lynn is they give it out mm-hmm. as a, as sort of a theory, sort of this uh, ivory tower kind of theory and mm-hmm. I remember there was a young man, he came to the church plant that we had, and he mm-hmm. got all the kids over, and he was t- he was basically talking to them about Marxism. And yeah. I walked up, and I said, what are you guys talking about? And he says, oh, we're talking about this, you know, that, that you know, everybody should have the same, and we should be giving. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. I said, let me ask you something. I said, do you work? And he goes, yeah. 
And I said, do you got a cell phone? He goes, yeah. And I said, you got a car? He goes, yeah. And I said, you got a place to stay? Yeah. You got food? Yeah. I said, well, why don't you lead the pack by giving all that stuff away? And he looked at me like he had never thought about that. And I think what they do, Lynn, is they they get you to say, oh, yeah, this is good because everybody will be taken care of. And they're taken care of because people don't have to show love, but the government will take their money and steal it and do and usurp their authority and give it to everybody. Mm -hmm. And then everybody feels good about it because nobody had to do anything. Nobody had to actually show somebody love like what you're talking about and Mm -hmm. and care for somebody else and give them something that's theirs because they're they're stingy little people and they don't want people to know how stingy they are. That's, That's what it right. is. That's right. Well, I would encourage you, uh, Tim will have all the things that we've uh, shown you and a couple of more in the archives, but go to the uh, Department of Education's press release website. There are going to be even more that we did not cover. For example, there was one about the uh, assistant secretary position in post-secondary education. You'll need to look at the background for that particular person. The education new initiative to take special needs people and throw them into school-based education. You're also going to see the $65 billion investment for digital equity that was ushered in and embedded in the infrastructure law that will create a roundtable and and an office in ed tech for the U.S. Department of Education, because we all have to be able to connect, to afford, and adopt per state, by state, to have digital equity for all. Now, I promised some action steps to close out the show, so here we go. All right. Lessons learned in citizen actions. Know your stance and base whatever it is you're going to fire back with on facts and laws. If you use opinion or some of the the things that we've used, which are based on facts and laws, don't use our words. Use the language that, that the fact or the law has against them, because that way you're using their words against them, okay? Absolutely. Consider what we've said, but it is not law. Okay. Know that um, your groups know who backs them or those groups that want to back you if you're making waves because they may be okay. They may have roots um, in other groups that you necessarily don't want to belong to. All right. Education choices null and void because they want yours to be the same. That's the whole gist of this. So if you can get that as your platform base for why you're speaking out, that would be excellent. And education's overreach is not budding unless you face it locally. And what I mean by that is it's not going to budge unless you face it locally. Mm. Mm. I think that's I think that's something that we've stressed many times, and there are people in the chat who are active locally. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where the that's where the um, the solutions are going to come. That's where the victories mm-hmm. are going to come. Uh, I was talking mm-hmm. with the guy Matt Midas. We've had him on from Tactical mm-hmm. Civics last night, getting in there uh, to get the books for um, the guys that we're going to be reading with and, and trying to do some stuff here with the militia and with the common grand jury. And mm-hmm. uh, that that's that's what their focus has been. It's DC is sort of an afterthought of getting oh, yeah. getting the local under control. If you can get the local under control, that has it it has a way of reverberating upwards. Um mm-hmm. and I think that's a lot different. You know, this is the difference of tyranny. 
Um, the yeah. thing, obviously, and if I can give an example, the thing that obviously people can hopefully understand is the tyranny of Rome. You know, Mr. Wordsworth is speaking of that in uh, on DLive. But the tyranny of Rome was a top-down, you know, it's the pyramid thing, mm-hmm. top-down, the power comes from one guy, you know, who's been elevated. Now, they don't want to say he's elevated as God, but he's got the daggum title that mm-hmm. basically says that, okay? Uh, but it's that kind of tyranny that comes that comes down. That's really what D.C. has become. It's become a top-down kind of power tyranny, whereas what it was meant to be was, you know, when you look at a Presbyterian form of government, it goes from smaller to larger, yeah. It, it, it gets it, it's like an upside down pyramid in that in that mm-hmm. sense, and so the power resides with a lot of people rather than just one guy, and mm-hmm. uh, and so that's I think that's where people have to understand you, you're going to have to deal with the small first. If you're faithful in small right. things, Jesus said, "What make you ruler over much?" Right. So Absolutely. the problem is, I think we've been we've not been faithful with the small things, and so therefore there's no impact on the big things. Right. Absolutely. Now, uh, Suzanne and I, tomorrow morning on uh, Liberty Bells, we're going to be taking this particular discussion and we're going to be applying it to the recent D.C. moves where we're going to now connect public housing to public education. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be extending this kind of Fed says over into that broadcast. And we're going to be showing you how uh, your state governments are using prosperity zones or inclusion zones to prop this kind of stuff up. Okay. All right. And what time is that tomorrow that you guys are on? Uh, we will be, I think she has us go at 1130 to 1230 every Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So we'll be doing that, but you can also find uh, my blog, commoncordiva.com. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Breaking News Journal uh, TV and, you know, subscriptions are available to that. Uh, you can also find uh, usual social media platforms. And I just wanted to say, if you guys are in the, the uh, financial blessing mood, I could use the help. We have got some uh, health-related costs that we were not expecting that have come up. Also, I've been given some opportunities to get out there and travel again to help speak, to help educate people locally. And I'd love to be able to do that. So there is that need as well. Okay. okay. So that's what I've got for everybody today, Tim. All right. Thank you, Lynn. We appreciate you as always. And uh, I got about 30 seconds here. So let me just plug what we're going to be doing tomorrow. Uh, okay. Did the interview with Bart Sabrell yesterday. Uh, it was a good interview. Um, now, he is... We do have some differences in eschatology, but that's not anything that we're divided on as far as the main goal of what was going on. Uh, So you'll hear some of that. But it was a great interview. You're going to get some overtime in this. And you're going to see the reason why it's so important to expose the fraud that was the moon landing. Because people's, people's lives were at stake. Three men died as a result. Okay. Because they wouldn't go, well, at least one of them wouldn't go along with it, okay? So you don't want to miss that. That'll be tomorrow morning. We're going to air that live, Lord willing. And then we're going to have Dr. Michael Roth back, America's Frontline Doctors back, probably next week. And he's going to touch on some moon landing stuff that he did too, as well as a thing that he's doing with his product there. You don't want to miss that. Catch Bradley at 3, and we'll see you in the morning at 6 a.m. Lord willing, adios. Adios.